Okay, so tune in for this next episode with Rafeth. Rafeth is an expat from Sri Lanka living in Malaysia. He's working for a travel and technology company and missing the comforts of home that mom used to provide. Don't we all? The laundry, the food, the love. So don't forget to tune in. Welcome to the Are We Home Yet podcast, where I talk to expats about what it's like living, working, making a home abroad. You'll get great information for your move abroad via this podcast. Also, go to the website, arewehomeyetpodcast.com, and subscribe to the blog for more helpful information to make your home abroad a success. I'm your host, Jalila Clark. Welcome to the show. All right, welcome back to the Are We Home Yet podcast. So today I have the pleasure of interviewing Rafeth. Rafeth, how are you? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Okay, great, great. Thanks. All right, so where in the world are you living? Where are you? Well, I'm right now in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. Mm -hmm. It's been about two years now since I moved in from my home country, which is Sri Lanka. And this is the first time I'm living abroad outside alone. Okay. All right. And so what's it like living in Malaysia? Man, Malaysia is a very beautiful country to live in. There's so much diversity and like, yes, and the food scene is pretty much the most important thing in Malaysia. It's, it's, it's just overflowing with a lot of variety and you Mm -hmm. just have a lot to choose from. Mm -hmm. So living in Malaysia is fun. Uh, There's, there's, there's a lot to, embrace in terms of diversity here in terms of lifestyle here and and everything but i would say that in it's one of the best countries to live in 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 asia ah so for me i think the best thing for me is mainly the food Mm -hmm. there is this uh there is this one particular malaysian dish that i love the most it's called nasi lemak it's it's something where you it's a dish where there's rice there's some meat there's mm-hmm. some Malaysian flavored, some curry, I would say, and that's very authentic. And that's something that I would never uh, get tired of. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, 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 that's one thing. And the buzz, you know, the, the whole city, the Kuala Lumpur city is quite buzzing because uh, there's the shopping scene going around, there's street food scene going around, there's... Uh, you know, a nightlife happening as well at the same time in the night. There's so many things happening and there's so much to do here. So it just keeps you busy, just keeps you going. So living in Malaysia, I would say for a person who likes to keep themselves, uh, you know, active, uh, you would never get bored here. Of course, those are the those are the two main reasons. Okay. Okay. And so what prompted you to move there from Sri Lanka? Like, you know, I'm sure like any other country you could have moved to, why there? Um, Actually, uh, Malaysia was an option that I got from my workplace. Mm -hmm. So I work for a travel and technology company and uh, there was a transfer that I had to take, uh, that I got the choice to take. So I thought, yeah, why not? I've always wanted to live abroad and experience how is it, how it would be to live as an expat. Mm-hmm. And uh, Malaysia was the lowest hanging fruit fruit at the time in 2019. Mm-hmm. So then I thought, well, I haven't lived outside, number one. Number two, I haven't lived outside in, in another country in Asia. So might as well go and check it out. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much of a, a you know, 
low hanging fruit like i said it was a free pass where you know my mm-hmm. visas were given by the company and i just had to you know make my call and go so then what what do you miss about your original homeland about sri lanka oh well uh i would say friends family and nature uh, especially the beaches in sri lanka the waterfalls all the beautiful landscapes in the country because uh, if i have to compare uh, kuala lumpur is is a concentrated city it's in it's in the middle of it's somewhere towards the center of the land it's not near the coast as much as colombo which is the capital city of sri lanka is right on the coast mm-hmm. and uh, i kind of miss the sea breeze i kind of miss the fresh air mm-hmm. uh, compared to you know malaysia because in malaysia it's a beautiful country but you can you have to travel you have to you know spend some time traveling from a place to another place especially if it's a beautiful beach or uh, you know or a hike or a waterfall you have to spend some time traveling whereas in my country it's just a 2 hour drive i could go from one point to another point in a few hours so i miss that a lot in sri lanka did you know anyone in malaysia did you have to make friends like you know from the very beginning i mean how how did that feel like what what did you do well um i didn't know anyone uh spe- like that i just had a few people that i knew through my workplace mm-hmm. but apart from work i didn't have any other friends in malaysia mm-hmm. i like i like had a few people that i knew vaguely but we, we were not that close enough so it's it's almost like you know having to start over again mm-hmm. so yeah so i had to i had to come in here and uh, you know first of all settle down and find my way out across among familiarize myself in in the areas you know like the streets the, the language mm-hmm. you know try to adjust to the language the the, the time zones and uh, when i say time zone what i meant was that you know sunset is quite a bit late here compared mm-hmm. to uh my compared to sri lanka in mm-hmm. sri lanka sunset is around 6:45 7 i guess i can't remember mm-hmm. but in malaysia it's around 7:30 7:45 sometimes yeah somewhere around it's a bit later mm-hmm. so for me uh the the day is long and the night is short so mm-hmm. i kind of had to get used to that because uh i was not used to something like that so and then you know making friends if gradually happened but covid kind of disrupted it as well because we were in isolation and couldn't really hang out with people in fact people were kind of skeptical as well to meet people mm-hmm. so yeah all that happened but mm-hmm. now i would say it's it's quite easy i mean there's a vibrant uh, set of expats here in malaysia as well all from all across the world mm-hmm. and you could easily you know meet up and and connect with people it's it's awesome and i would say the locals also are quite nice quite friendly uh, they like to take they, they like to uh, take you on a ride sometimes for example uh, so this was the first time i i i learned i i learned uh, a bahasa word so bahasa is the language um spoken in malaysia mm-hmm. so i was i was in my office and uh, some of my my friends came up to me and said in fact my colleagues came up to me and said hey uh, we, uh, there's a word you could learn uh, and they they taught me a word and i asked them what is what does this mean mm-hmm. they said it means hi how are you and i'm like okay 
cool. So <laughs> let me try this word out. And I just went, walked across my uh, section in, in the office. I just went up to everybody and, you know, expressed, said this word and said, hi. Uh, but uh, it was kind of a, a Mr. Bean situation where he was, you know, showing his middle finger on, on the car. I hope you remember that, that episode where the mid, where Mr. Bean had, uh, you know, was, was walking around town with his middle finger out there. So that was a pretty much the meaning. Yeah. And whenever I said this word uh, to everybody, they were like, who taught you this? this <laughs> oh no! Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's 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 uh, it's it's quite of you know fun. They just try to take you on on out on a ride, just mm-hmm. to see how you take it up. So yeah, interesting. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Want to make your move abroad as smooth as possible? Download the ebook from the AreWeHomeYetPodcast.com website for resources in making a home abroad. Unsure how to make money while living abroad? Download the free teaching online PDF with more than 20 online companies looking for people to teach various languages and different subjects. Download these two great items and make your move abroad a reality. Okay, back to the show. Okay, well, that's definitely an interesting experience. Have you had any others there in Malaysia? Um, yeah, so I had a funny one. Uh, this was with the cops, I would say. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Uh, this was during covid and there was a restriction uh where you know you cannot stay out of the house after 12 in the night mm-hmm. but i was i was with my friend one of my friends living in his apartment and uh, we were hungry and we it was one in the morning so the, the there was a restaurant downstairs they were closed but because we are neighbors they kind of knew us and we just called them and said, "Hey, we're hungry. Would you be able? Would you open? Are you open? Would you be able to? You know, is there any food?" And they said, "Yes, uh, we can prepare. Come, come and pick it up in in 15 minutes." And we said, "Okay, fine." And then we went downstairs. In 15 minutes, we were just standing outside, and and just to let you know, you know, this is like an isolated lane. It's not on the middle of the streets, and no one knows no one is there on the road either so we were standing outside waiting until they pack up the food and we had the money just for the food right and then we see the cops coming from somewhere in, in a car and then comes all the way up to us at 1 30 in the morning and then they kind of they stopped us and they asked what's going on i said look we were hungry we came mm-hmm. to collect the food uh they're like it's okay get into the car <laughs> so we were like i was like hey i'm sorry i know it's late uh, we need to collect the food uh, we were hungry that is why we came downstairs they were like no you need to give us a bribe i was like hey man i only have the money for the food you can take this money i don't have anything else and they were like no let's go to the chief i'm like okay let's go to the chief i'll tell the same story and then they didn't take us to the chief either. They just took us somewhere to another lane and asked us to walk back. 
just mm-hmm. because we didn't pay them the bribe. So that was okay. a funny experience. I mean, see, when I compare this with my country in Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka also has has these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was fun because <laughs> if you, you just like to, I just like to, you know, take a troll on the cop as well. So this was one of those moments where he made us walk back at mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. when it was restricted. And then the army stops us. And then we said, look, the cops made us walk back. It's not our fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that was something that, that that I find it, that I'll never forget in Malaysia. It was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it does take a, a, a personality that, you know, is, is, is easy that that can easily adjust let me say to circumstances to be able to laugh things off in in a foreign country so that that's that's really remarkable on your part <laughs> thank you yeah it was it was it was a it was a funny experience you know at that point of time it, it you just get a bit nervous because you mm-hmm. are technically breaking the rules because you're mm-hmm. out at 130 but uh, but I like it's okay. Let's just what could happen. They just send you back home and probably charge you a fine. Mm-hmm. But let's go and see what happens. And then you have to walk back home as a punishment. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. So now switching gears, you had mentioned that your workplace and you know you had that funny experience. So you know what? Mm-hmm. And you said that you work at a travel and technology company. So. Um, what what do you do at this company and what prompted you to enter this field? Okay, so uh, I would say that I go as a, as a market manager or a business development uh, person, I would say, mm-hmm. where I work with hotels, uh, multiple hotels in, in Asia Pacific mm-hmm. across the region. So what we do as a company is that we uh, manage hotels and we... Uh, look at how we could improve business uh account it's basically an account management role where we work with hotels to you know collectively improve business for the hotel and for the company and uh it's 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 basically an online uh travel agent where people book their hotels or flights or anything else through these websites so we are one of them okay and so what's your day to day like? I mean, I'm sure like COVID has affected, you know, not only your experience like at work when you go to work, but also, you know, the the company, it's affected the company since they work in the travel sector. So what's what's all that been like? Um, well, it was hard, I would say, in the big in, in early 2020, we've had a few retrenchments issues as well. Mm-hmm. But I would say now today we are with the company has recovered relatively compared to how it used to be, and uh, the travel industry is also gradually bouncing back. So we are on an upward trend, mm-hmm. and day to day, you know, life just gets busier by the day, busier by the week, busier mm-hmm. by the month, mm-hmm. because change is the only constant, and that's the only thing we experience every day. And there's always something new because life is moving on. People are moving on. There's new technology, new developments. We have to be uh, agile as much as we can. So end of the day, it's all about, you know, collectively ensuring that every stakeholder is happy and satisfied. Mm-hmm. So uh, my day to day would be if it is a if it is a working day and well, I, I've been working from home since 2020 because of COVID. So I don't have that much of, I don't have the travel travel time issue. So 
I simply wake up, you know, get my chores like breakfast, uh, go for a run, do a meditation, come back uh, and start work and go on until five, six in the evening. And then before sunset, before it gets dark, I probably have about an hour and a half. So probably go for a run or take a stroll around town just to experience what's happening in the city because end of the day, I'm still two years here. There are people out there who've been here for years and years. So I want to feel as much as a local feels. I just want to feel that. So I keep experiencing as much as I can. But if it is a weekend, you know, I would pretty much do the same thing. But if I have time, I would take a take a bus or take a flight to travel out uh, somewhere to another destination in the country mm-hmm. and uh, try and explore, take a holiday probably. Okay. And, you know, when when you mentioned before about, you know, the, the company was offering the visa, what, what was the visa process like? Oh, okay. So uh, the visa I'm on is called an employment pass mm-hmm. and they have multiple categories for visas and the what whatever i have got the visa i have received is called an employment pass and it was valid for two years starting 2020 january until 2021 december that's mm-hmm. 24 months and uh, i had to renew it in december again uh, for and they gave it for another 24 months so uh, the process I did, I don't have clear visibility on the process because this was completely managed for me by the by the company. Mm-hmm. So uh, they just they just wanted my passport uh, and a few documents that I need to fill in, which is probably the application form and a consent letter where you let the company you know manage uh, these things on behalf of you. And uh, yeah, so I I didn't I don't really uh, I didn't really have much of a trouble with the visas because this was already done for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And you know, so what would you say have been your struggles and joys as an expat? Hmm. So let me talk about the struggles first. So the the main struggle was getting around the place, not knowing where to go. Uh, for instance. The roads, you know, where is your uh, grocery store? Where is your, you know, the usual things that any expat would encounter at the start. Uh, That's what I had to go through as well. But I had a little icing on the cake, which was COVID. So that kind of made things a bit messier because you're not sure of the new restrictions. There's a language problem. And if there is a government update anytime, you would probably hear it very late because, you know, they announce it in their language first. Uh, but that being said, we have, uh, Malaysia has a good expat network, a uh, very strong, very uh, vocal ex- expat network on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And over there, you're constantly updated on what's really going on that that would be important for you as an expat. So apart from that, you know, other struggles were the language issues and communication and, you know, uh, meeting meeting different people because uh, one thing here is that Malaysia, for, as far as how I have perceived it, they have three cultures, uh, which is Malay, Chinese, and Indian. Mm-hmm. So for me, being a Sri Lankan coming out of a Buddhist uh, country, although I'm Sri Lankan Muslim, mm-hmm. uh, it was a bit hard for me to really understand and adjust of uh, adjusting to the culture in, in Malaysia on a deeper sense because 
uh, to me, it was new. The whole thing was new. The Malay culture was new relatively. Uh, the Chinese culture was new to also, and and the and the South Indian culture. But uh, so I just don't know. I just didn't know. Okay, if I say this, would this be of offensive? I, I was not sure. You know, no, I kind of had what? double thoughts. Uh, maybe I crack a joke. It might be mm -hmm. a funny thing in my country, but I don't know how it would be perceived here. Yeah. So that that kind of uh, those kind of thoughts were always in my head, and I in fact had a few awkward situations also. Uh, I can share this across as well. So this was mm -hmm. uh, so just to let you know, you know, people uh, in my country in Sri Lanka generally we give a hug to each other when we greet each other mm -hmm. but uh when i came into malaysia i i didn't i don't know maybe it was a, a, an odd situation or maybe an, it was an unusual situation but people i noticed people don't really there there's no big hugging culture in malaysia mm -hmm. it's it's more or less a you know a, a good handshake or probably you know, just high or something. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure if this is applicable everywhere in Malaysia or not, but at least these were my experiences. So when I came into Malaysia, I met a few people, uh, even in fact, in my workplace. And uh, whenever I walk in to give a hug, you know, they kind of back away, they kind of, you know, uh, feel awkward and I kind of got it. Okay, this is not how it works here. I should not give a hug. I probably give, should give a handshake. But those who want, those who are really open to it or welcome to it, they themselves would, you know, come, come towards, you know, to give a hug or get a hug. So that was kind of that kind of made me uncomfortable in the beginning to understand. Okay, this was the very first uh, instance that I had to go through. How much more? How how do I know if the others are also the same or not? Mm -hmm. So it took me some time to kind of realize this, uh, kind of adjust to it because. Uh, Later on, I realized, okay, people, this is not a big hugging culture. Mm. So not many people are open to, you know, giving a hug or, you know, something like that. So, uh, yeah, so I took some time uh, to, to kind of digest that within me because I was not used to that uh, before. Mm -hmm. But when I came to Kuala Lumpur, I mean, so, yeah, before uh, Kuala Lumpur City, I, I was living outside KL City. That's about 20 minutes away. It's called Sunway. Mm -hmm. So when I came into KL City, it's it's relatively more open uh, where if you are an expat, you meet a fellow expat, you're definitely going to get a hug. No doubt about that. Mm -hmm. But if you are an expat, you see a local, you might have to think twice. Some of them are really cool. Some of them are not really comfortable. And all we have to do is respect that because it's an open world and everyone has their reasons for everything. So, yeah. So I took some time over there in, in terms of connecting with people, but those were my struggles basically. Mm -hmm. And my joys, well, I would say food, food, food is the best thing ever in Malaysia. I can't, uh, I can't find anything better than that in Malaysia. And apart from that, living, living here, right. Uh, there's, like I said, there's so much diversity. You learn a lot about cultures. Your mind opens up so much. And if you're living as an expat alone, it kind of, you have so much time and space where you, I tend, I did go in a journey of self-awareness, self-realization and all that a kind of spiritual journey there. So it kind of makes you uh, more open, more aware, more patient, more understanding. So that was good. 
and Malaysia loves cats. I don't know okay. uh, if you are a cat lover, but Malaysia Unfortunately, loves... I'm allergic to cats. I actually, I do like cats, okay. so I do have to take an allergy pill. Like, I do have several okay. friends with cats, and I always have to take an allergy pill before I go to see them <laughs> or, like, as soon as I get there. And sometimes I have forgotten, and I've been like, gosh, why am I sneezing? Why, why are my eyes itchy? <laughs> like, what's going on? And then I'll be like, oh, wait, I forgot. But, yeah, I do like cats, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can share an instance, you know, this was in my previous apartment. Uh, I was, it was a, it was an apartment and you, on my floor, we had six units of houses, mm-hmm. right? And there was a time and I didn't have any cat. I had zero cats in my apartment, mm-hmm. but there was a time where we had 12 cats on the same floor. Oh, wow. Among the, among the other houses and man that was an experience because you know everyone would come into my house they would sit near my door make some noise but it was like a little colony where we I mean we all love cats so Mm -hmm. it was beautiful to see how much Malaysians love cats Mm -hmm. I was it's probably the same in Turkey because I've heard that Turkish people also love a lot of loves cats but to me, it took me by surprise to see that, wow, Malaysians do love their cats. And that is awesome to see, you know. So, yeah, that's that's a nice joy to see because I didn't experience something like this in my country. Over mm-hmm. there, I know we're just neutral. Yes, we have dogs, we have cats, we have everybody, we're cool. But Malaysia, there's something more extra than that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you've really enjoyed being there. I mean... Do you think that this could be your forever home? Like, you know, yeah, I mean, you do miss your family and friends at home, but, you know, you're really enjoying being there. Do you think this could be it? Or are there other places where you'd also like to try to live one day? Well, um, I would say, yes, yeah, Malaysia is the best place. It's, it's a really good place to stay. And, uh, but I don't want to settle because I want to uh, experience Places like Turkey, Morocco, Tunisia, mm-hmm. where there is an Oriental touch, uh, you know, there's a lot of culture, a lot of, lot of uh, color there. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, I want to experience life as an expat um, in New York City, mm-hmm. because I've I've heard a lot about it. I've watched movies, learned about you know through through all sorts of communication, and I've I've. One thing everyone says, New York is is something else. Mm. So that's something I really want to experience for a few years and then think of where to settle down. Okay. Okay. And, you know, so then what's your definition of home? Well, um, my definition of home is where you feel a great deal of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. You feel liberated. You feel free. And you, you have, you don't feel the lack of anything. Mm-hmm. That is home to me. And uh, also, I would say that it's a place where you could express yourself without a second thought. Where you, you, you're just free. You could be whatever you want to do. Okay. And so, you know, actually, then, then I'll continue a question based on on your response. So, what gives you peace of mind mm-hmm. there? Okay, so uh, peace of mind for me in Malaysia would be first thing is is convenience. 
you have everything at your fingertips. It's very easy to to get things done, ease of access, transport. Mm -hmm. That kind of those kind of things are covered. And the other thing is that you, I have my own space. I live in a in an apartment by myself, so I it's my little you know bubble where I, where I can be myself completely uh, on my own in my as per my own terms. So I have that uh, that that freedom and. Uh, overall, the place, uh, the cultures, and the diversity in this place just gives me a peace of mind because I can do whatever I want to do. People are nice. The place is nice. There's so much variety. And yeah, it just got everything you want. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to leave it there for today. And I want to thank you, Rafet, for taking the time to be interviewed by me on this podcast. Are we home yet? No problem. Yeah, a podcast where I talk to expats about what it's like living abroad. And hopefully, you know, with all the interesting things that everyone is saying about their life in different countries, we're also inspiring people to try themselves to go live somewhere new, experience something different. So with that, I hope all of our listeners have a great day, as well as you too. Have a great day, Rafa. Thank you so much and wish you luck. Okay, thanks. Tune into my interview with Kenny from Nigeria, currently in Uganda, in love with his job and his new home. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Remember to hit subscribe on your podcast player and also leave a great review and rating of this podcast as well. I'm Jalila Clark. See you next time.